When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. You're always doing this shit. Yeah, this I didn't use the order. I'm just texting Doggy from Boxing. Okay. Just let us know when you're finished. Yeah, so... Oh, what, mate? Doggy from Boxit, what's going on? How you doing? I'm alright, just testing out the new car and that. Yeah? You're always in the back of cars like this, aren't you? Cheaper than hotels, bro. Cheaper than hotels. Pull up, tint the windows, you know. See, you just close the sunroof, let the windows tint, no one can see the banging going on. Cheaper than hotels. Hotels, travel I was, I was actually joking, but you I wasn't joking. Travel edge of 50 quid... My car cost me about 10 quid in petrol. Yeah. Look how much room is in the back. Loads. We're both six foot plus. Loads. Yeah. You know, we can get it on in there if you want. You know. So what, what what kind of moves do you pull, like, when you're in the back now? Turn around and I'll show you. Oh, that's disgusting. Put your head up against the window and so show, show you. what I would do? No, no, I'll show you what... No, you t- put your head up against the window. Go on. What? Come on! Take your pants off! Take your pants off! Go! Go! No, go! Take off your pants! No means no! Stop! No, no means yes! Stop! No means yes! No only means no, depending on the way they say If they say no, no, no! If they say no, no... <laughs> nah, joking. Oh, that's a joke. That's a way. joke. That's a joke. That's something you go. Yeah, he's a pervert. <laughs> Sorry, well, you are a pervert, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, All men are perverts. Yeah. Mm. How are you? I'm good. We've never done an interview in the back of a car before. That's what I thought. I see we done one when I was driving before years ago. Yeah, but not in the back of the car. That's what I mean. Yeah. Now you know how my victims feel. Yeah. See, I, I'm a bit more smoother. I'm like. Hello, darling. How are you? No, 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 no. See, because you're paying for it. You're, you're paying for it, so you, you get it. Oi! Yeah. Um, you're paying a lot of money that you're making. Do you know what? It's a, a f- upper class br- brasses and that. No. You get brasses, mate. Well, if you pay for it, they're brasses. Can you kind of come square on? That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> Can you come square on? Yeah, that's what she said. That's it, that's I, said it. I said I can come anywhere you want, baby. That's good, that's good. Take off my hat. That's good, get the hair out, innit? Mm. It's fucking weird lighting. There we go, there we go, got you. Um, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... There's my necklace, gosh. <laughs> just put your head forward. That's it, that's good. That's good. That's not what yes, she said. you got such a happy face, isn't you, when you're smiling. I'm you... always smiling, man. You know what's funny? People say, be serious. I'm like, why? This is me, I'm always smiling. When I'm serious, you know there's something up and, you know, I'm looking to really, you know, create some kind of chaos. Really? Mm. Because a lot of the time, you do look like a miserable fuck. I, 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 you never see me look miserable. Never. 
Yeah. Never see me at Mizabon. You know, I'm I'm happy. I'm a happy kind of guy, man. Happy kind of guy. Okay, let's uh, let's start. I know you've obviously you've done a couple of interviews about this and blah mm -hmm. blah, but uh, what was kind of going through your head? You know, seriously, what was going through your head while you were watching Wilder Fury? I was glad that? another British fighter defeated another foreign world champion. Brought all the belts is in the UK. Every single heavyweight title is in the UK. What better time could it be for heavyweight boxing? You know, I just need to get my shot. One of these guys, you know, obviously, I make a massive domestic fight, man. Were you surprised about the result and the manner of the result? No, I wasn't surprised because <clears throat> the end of the world is terrible. You can't take punishment. Every time he gets hit, he gets buckled. Even journeyman like Errol Scunniason that was knocking him down and buckling him. Tyson Fury is a good heavyweight. He's a big heavyweight. Just as big as Wilder, so he takes away the height and reach advantage. And Tyson Fury is a million times better boxer than Deontay Wilder is. And like I've always said, if you bully Deontay Wilder, that would have... I've been saying that for years. You know, I've been saying that for years. I've been telling even you off camera for years that you got to take the fight to him and rough him up. You know, all the interwell has got is a right hand. He haven't got a good jab, he haven't got a, a hook, a uppercut, nothing. Just a right hand. And he didn't even set it up. He doesn't mask it or disguise it behind other punches. He just sort of just... But you know what it is? He's very athletic and he's got very fast stretch fibres. So he catches a lot of these guys sleeping. He just jumps into range, bop. Bob's your uncle and Jane's your aunt. Okay, so let's talk about kind of the aftermath of, of the fight. And there was a, a few talking points from that, Dylan. Which yeah, go were, on, tell me. Which were, which were quite interesting. Obviously, the first one being uh, Deontay Wilder talking about the weight of his ring, ring entrance costume, which was... Um, which weighed 40 pounds. This and guy is stressing me out. You know why you know he talks shit? For a costume like that, you need to have at least four or five fittings for a costume like that. Four five fittings minimum, minimum four five fittings. It, it is the norm to have that kind of. And if he tried in the costume three or four times before the fight, he must have known that. Listen, this is too heavy. I need to take something up. Listen, the guy's a giant. He's six foot seven. Two hundred and how much pounds he weigh? Sixteen stone seven. How the hell can a forty pound costume take your legs away that you're doing? 100, 200 meter walk from the locker room to the ring. What can that take you? Listen, the entire world talk shit. Listen, look at this way. You know all those Disney actors you see in the movies and all of those people you see, those little fake people running around. They wear 40, 50 pound costumes all day long, like the Lion King. You know, they wear their costumes all day long and run around um, the stage all day long, all day every day. They don't complain that, oh yeah, I got 20 pound costume on it and my legs. Don't tell why they just talk rubbish, man. I, 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 ah, oh, this guy. I don't know what's wrong with some of those guys. He lost to the better man of the day. You got beat up. You got dominated. You got pushed back. You got a proper spanking. You got proper spanking. It was like a man beating his son, you know. Um, I actually felt sorry for him. I never thought I could actually find decency in my heart to ever feel sorry for the end of And I felt sorry for him. You know, credit to Tyson Fury. He, he showed up. And he done his thing. He battered him. Slapped him about like like it was his bitch. You know that song, Smack Your Bitch Up? That's the time you should come out to next if it's a rematch. If a rematch, you come out to Prodigy, Smack Your Bitch Up. Smack my bitch up. Ta I don't know the song, I probably just killed it. You probably just did, to be fair. Um, Dylan, so another obviously... My name is Dillian. Stop calling me Dylan. I'll punch you in the curry. 
that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. My name is Dillian. Yeah, Don't that makes Dillian. sense. I'll punch you in the curry. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? You want to do me to show you? No, I don't want you to show me. I just want you to say, like, what, explain what that means. Because it makes no sense. You got a bag of curry in your pocket. I just, I just punch it. You showed it to me earlier. <laughs> I know what you're in for dinner tonight. God, all right. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow that comment, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. You ain't got no choice. What are you gonna do? We're in a car here, mate. You don't know so, what tools I got put I, in I, here. I don't care what what you got in here. I, I saw a dildo. In yeah. your <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I saw a dildo <laughs> and anal cream in your glove compartment. All right, all right. Oh. I don't know what oh, you're doing. All right, here. all right, mate. Oh, shit, I need Fuck to sterilize this car. Oh. You don't know what you're sitting on. Oh, oh. You on here, man. Uh, I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, the situation regarding Mark Breland, uh, very experienced, great fighter Mark Breland as well. You know what? Been with Wilder for a hell of a this long time. This just shows how stupid Deontay Wilder is. Mark Breland was the only real fighter in this corner. Mark Breland's the only one to understand from a psychological point of view and a physical point of view what he was going through. He was the only one with any sense in the corner to throw the toe in. The other guys that allowed him to get killed and to get destroyed. But, but Mark Breland's a real fighter, very knowledgeable man, very experienced man. And he's the one that made the smart call. Sometimes you're gonna save fighters from their self. And Deontay Wilder was taking serious damage. But, but because Mark Breland's a real fighter, and he's the only one in his sense, because Mark Breland's been stopped before. He knows what it's like. He's been in hard fights before. He's, he's got from being knocked down before. He knows what it's like to get that kind of beating. So he's the one He's the only one that's got sense. Deontay Wilder is a real hillbilly, proper, ignorant, ignorant, get, go get him boy, he ain't gonna get himself. You know, he's a real ignorant guy. If you get rid of Mark Breland, he's stupid. He's more stupid than he looks. You know, but he, he, listen, Deontay Wilder's a stupid guy. He says stupid things. He does stupid things. He looks stupid. He sounds stupid. He dresses stupid. He just acts stupid. He acts like a real... Oh, you know what it is? Deontay Wilder is the Forrest Gump of boxing. That is always he's the Forrest Gump of boxing. There you go. That sums him up, Forrest Gump. Mark Breland, I, I believe he was a good fighter and I think he's a good trainer. Very, very good trainer. And he's the only one that showed decency and compassion towards Deontay Wilder. But Deontay Wilder lost. Now he's looking for excuses. Oh yeah, Mark Breland should have. No. You was getting your ass handed to you. Mark Breland did the right thing. He saved you from yourself. Let, 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 let me kind of compare this situation to, say, you and Mark Tibbs, for example, mm -hmm. yeah? So, you don't come across as somebody that would appreciate a towel coming in or mm -hmm. a, a corner kind of pulling you out, okay? Mm -hmm. But at the same time... I did it with, with the winner for Joshua. Um, Jonathan Banks tried to pull me out in the second round when my shoulder went, and I said, nope, I'm going to fight on, you know? But what I'm saying to you is... But I weren't taking the kind of beating he was taking. Mm. Jesus Christ. He, 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 was, he was doing the Bobby murder from the second round. He, he, he was just... He was... He, he was... It's crazy. He was... Look... He was walking like Bambi from the second round onwards. You know, it was... Okay, so let me just ask you to put yourself kind of in that position. Because as, as a fighter, you can. So... Imagine you being in that situation, and that was Mark Tibbs. What 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 do you think about Mark Tibbs doing that to you? I trust Mark. I trust Mark. That's why I've been with him so long. I trust Mark, and he knows the game. You know, Mark knows the game. Mark's been around the game for a long time. Mark's boxed eight amateur fights, twenty-something professional fights, only one loss, I think, or two losses, a pro, whatever it is. 
and he had 85 amateur fights and he won 80 of them and lost 5 so I know he's very experienced and he wrote a lot of top fights before been around his dad with his dad working with Gary Mason, Frank Bruno, Nigel Ben and all those guys so he's very experienced he know, and he knows me, me and Mark spend a lot of time we have a lot of laughs together, we mess about together so he knows me, he knows what I can take and he knows how much he needs to give me, you know what I mean so he knows if he's super fight, of course I'm going to be pissed of course I'm going to be upset but I know that he's got my best intention at hand you know and that's what you gotta but then to what is stupid though Mark Breen was the only one in that corner who acted in a professional manner by throwing a towel in that's someone who's compassionate someone who who have love for you and care about you and someone who have real deep feelings for you not some idiot who's just in it for money or just in it to to be hype man or in it to you see time and time again fighters Managers and trainers and stuff and kind of let guys take too much damage and then they go, ah, oh, well, we made it went on two rounds too long, one round. No. You know, it should have been stopped two rounds earlier, I believe. Yeah, I mean, listening to Jay Diaz it, and, and obviously some comments from Wilder uh, in a couple of different interviews, it seems like they will kind of review the situation regarding Mark. In they're yes-men. Jay Diaz and they're yes-men. They're yes-men. Mark Breland's a proper fighter, a proper real champion. Who the hell is this JDS? Who, who, what fighters has he trained? What fights did he win? What did he do as a pro? Mark Breland's a proper fighter, a proper man. You know, he's someone who has real compassion for a fighter. He knows Deontay Waller. He knows Deontay Waller's got a punch of chance and he left him in there as long as he could. Anything more than that, I think you'd have suffered serious. If he even, I think he's already got serious damage already because he's bleeding from both ears, bleeding from his mouth, his nose. He couldn't stand up. He was just getting a beating. Imagine if Tyson Fury was a was a, a heavy-handed guy. He would have been destroyed. When I was talking to Tyson Fury and and a lot of like his brothers and that uh, after the fight, they were kind of saying, you know, in the morning, don't start calling Wilder a bum. You know, listen, Wilder. It was what Wilder was, mm. uh, and I've seen a few people kind of now jumping on the on the bandwagon and kind of saying, "Oh, you know, was he even that good?" But but that's that's wrong, isn't it? It's, Wilder's, you know, it is wrong. He's had ten title defense and won them all, but I still think he's a bomb. I thought he was a bomb before this, and I still think he's a bomb. That's why I've been trying to fight him for three years because I believe he was the easiest. He's not a champion. bum, though, is he, Dylan? He's a bum. I got more. I, know, I got more fear for you than I do for no, him. No, Dylan, come on. And that's terrible. Listen, Even with I know the bending knees in there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I had a dig at your knees. I'm sorry. Well, have a look at my knees. One of them bend. To the left or the right? The right one bend to the left. <laughs> okay. No, I'm joking. Um, Dylan, but don't cut that out as well. I'm not cutting nothing out. Good. This goes in raw. Good. Just how you like it. That, yeah, of you course. You like it raw. That's why I got 12 kids. Dylan, you can't... How can you... I know you've had your kind of words with, with Wilder over the Ah, let's be honest. He's not a bomb, but he's a coward. Is that better? Well, that's your opinion, not mine, but I'm saying... Why? Are you scared you're not getting interviews with him? No, I'm just talking what I think. You can't... I'm not going to call the man, man a listen, coward. The, the man's call no professional he's 40-something, I know. I know. He's knocked out most guys he's fought. Um, he just met a better fighter. He just met someone as big as him and someone who have no fear of him. That's all it was. He's not a bum. He's not a bum. I don't think he's a bum. I don't think people should discredit him, but his behaviour and the way he was acting in the fight, he, he didn't have no survival skills, nothing at all. He, he just... After the first two rounds, there's no competition at all. He just looked like a helpless guy. That's getting, he looked like... 
Even Charlie Zimnoff put up a better fight when he fought when he when he sparred Wilder. You know, at least Zimnoff went out swinging and went down in a hail of glory. Deontay Wilder just went down in a hail of a piss and shit. <laughs> you know. It looks like the third fight will take place. I mean, mm. Wilder's come out and said that he will exercise that clause. He's going to get beaten contract. up again. But um, I mean, do you have an interest in seeing the third fight first of all? Curious, no. Not curious at all? No, because the, the fight wasn't... You know, third fights here, like, when I had the second fight at Derek Cesaro, the first one was a good fight. It was heated. It was close. You know what I mean? You know, they uh, knocked him down. They didn't score the knockdown. There's a lot of controversy in the first fight. I, I thought I won that fight by at least three rounds. But it was a good fight. I didn't mind doing it again. The second fight, he got destroyed. There's no talk of no third fight. Wilder got destroyed. Why is he? What? What is he? What is he gonna do? This, the first fight he lost anyway. I believe to at least one or two rounds. That's Fury, but he's a champion. He's close. Okay, fine. The second fight he got bashed in. It wasn't close. He never. What moment did Wilder in the fight? Not even one moment. He did not jab Fury. He didn't out punch him. He didn't back him up. He just. He just. He looked like he was drunk before the fight even started. But I think more to the point that this third fight is, is going to happen is because it's contracted and obviously mm. it was already in place before, money, yeah. before that fight. So, yeah, but you don't expect a different outcome or... No, I think Tyson Fury is going to have even more confidence now. I think he'll have even more... Listen, he knows he can outbox him and he knows he can stop him. So, <laughs> that's the worst thing you want someone to... to a fight that you're going to fight to know that I can physically get in his head and break him down physically and mentally and I can outbox him also. So what's, what, what's the end to what I'm going to do? What? All of a sudden learn to box in three months that he never learned to box in how much years? Wasn't it learn to jab in, in three months that he haven't, you know? He was wasting his time. He gets bashed up again. After Eddie Hearn put his tweet out about the potential of uh, Joshua and, and Fury... Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you were kind of quick to comment underneath that and sort of tell Eddie. Eddie Hearn. needs to chill. He needs to chill. Eddie Hearn needs to chill. I understand his business. I get it. Obviously, Eddie's a promoter. He's in the business to make as much money for himself as he can make. I get it. But he needs to chill. Out of loyalty and respect, and the relationship we've had for so long and the way we've worked, he needs to enforce my mandatory and make, force these guys to fight me. You know? Okay, he's got two clients. He's got me and Joshua, but. You know, he's got to do... Like I said to him, listen, for once, do what is right, you know? Do what's right by me. You know, I understand, okay, Joshua is your guy and all of that stuff and whatever. Cool. But there comes a time in life that you have to be honest and be a man and do what's right. Let me ask you, what can he actually do? What can he do with the WBC? You know money he gives the WBC per Okay, year? but what... No, but just just tell me something. Yeah, with He can the, sue their ass. He can sue them. He can sue them. He can force them to to, to stipulate and, and and enforce the manager so 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 they have to fight me. You know, is there's a good enough case, a solid case for him to say, yep, you have to fight Dillian. He's done everything. He's won every single fight you've mandated him for. He's won every single WBC title you mandated him for. So so and I've, every fight I've been called with WBC, straight away I said yes, let's go. Let's go. I never turn the fight down. So I don't understand. What is the problem? You know, what's the problem? If Tyson Fury is going to fight the end to Wilder, fine. Okay, that was agreed. But he shouldn't be allowed to fight anyone else apart from Wilder or me. You know, the unification fight can wait. This third fight is meant to happen, I think Bob Arum stated by July 18th, but it could look to be pushed back into the 
into the autumn, which, if that is the case, that's not really a helpful situation for you if it doesn't happen in the summer, is it? No, it's not. It's not. Dinter Waters need to retire and chill because now he's lost the all that hair of invincibility that he had. No, I never believed he was invincible anyway. But you don't really think Wilder should retire, though, should you? Uh, what is he going to do? Is that, he... No, but is that what you believe? You just yeah, he should. He should retire. He, he, I think he should retire. To be honest, he's holding the WBC belt for ransom for too long. He should retire and just let real people fight for their belt. You know, he just shows if he can't land his right hand, there's nothing else. It's crazy that that's all he have. Not a jab, nothing. And the worst thing is, yeah, when he was hurt, he didn't know to hold, he didn't know to move his head. He was just <laughs> going back in a straight line and getting beaten up and falling down. And when when does Tyson Fury stop someone with a body punch and knock someone off their feet with a body punch? When? Tyson Fury is not body punch. He's a good boxer, good boxer, mover, awkward. He can walk people down or whatever as he show, but... When has he ever thrown a body punch and knocked someone off? And when he threw it, it was in between two stunts. It wasn't even like he was planting his feet. Well, that shows how garbage Gentle World is. But get what he deserves. He's talking about killing people and murdering people in the ring and all of that. He got what he deserves. He should have beat Tyson. Should have beaten him. Tyson should have been another five percent more heavy-handed, and he'd, he'd have mashed him properly. He did mash him properly, to be honest. Credit. Respect. Let's talk about Tyson Fury's performance, though. Um, I mean, like I said to you, I know you've kind of you've had a respect for Tyson Fury. I know you've had a few words in the past mm, and that, mm, but mm. I remember talking to you before the first fight, and you said that you thought that Fury would beat him in in the first fight, and you you made a great reference and said he's it was, Tyson Fury's a weirdo, and he said you said weirdos do weird things, mm, and mm, that mm. was kind of testament to what happened in that first fight. But you rate Fury, I know you do. Yeah, of course I rate him. Of course I rate him. He's the only undefeated heavyweight there is out there. Uh, uh, heavyweight is the um, top. He's the only undefeated top five heavyweight there is out there. You know what's funny? When I had my last, everyone was laughing at me. Ha ha! And now look, they've all losses. See, it's heavyweight boxing. You will get knocked down. You will get knocked out. You will lose. It's simple as that. It's heavyweight boxing. You know, just shows the same. Why the same? You know, Tyson Fury's time will come too. If he stays around, his time will come too. But I respect him. He's a good boxer. He's a big guy as well. He's awkward. And let's be honest, he's travelled and beat two world champions away. You know, while they're supposedly in, the, in their prime. Two fights that people really expected him to lose. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you have to respect that, you know. Listen, I'm not a hater. I want to fight. I want to beat these guys. But I'm not a hater. The guy has done all right. He's done all right. He's done all right for himself, you know what I mean? And he's got a lot to be proud of. All he needs is to fight me now and then that's it. So this situation regarding you, worst ways, February 2021, which is roughly, what, 11 months away. Shit. If that is the situation, will you just sort of deal with that? What can I do? You know, what, what else can I do? You know, what else can I do? I have to just keep fighting and just keep winning. I'm still, the good thing is I'm still learning, I'm still improving. Everyone forget, I had seven amateur fights, 28 professional fights all together. I've been boxing now for 11, 12 years or whatever it is. And I've been out of the ring a lot via injuries and other unfortunate circumstances that have been out of the ring. You know? Pavekin, uh, expected to be announced soon. Eddie Hearn said, hopefully by the end of this week. So, we're expected that fight to take place in Manchester on May the 2nd. But, yeah, you can't really add anything more to that, can you? No, obviously, Eddie, 
This is all come from Eddie yesterday, by the way. Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. Um, he's, he's whatever. He didn't confirm it, he just said that's a likely possibility. <laughs> yeah, but you know most things Eddie say, <laughs> it, it's as good as... Um, as I, I know, but know. he didn't actually say, yes, this is happening. He said well, it's you a know, likely possibility. You know, Eddie's possibility. Like, Eddie likes dropping the, the bomb, doesn't he? Like dropping bombs. Yeah. How dangerous is Povetkin? Very dangerous. As you can see, listen, people forget, eight months ago he fought Joshua. And he had Joshua all over the place for the first three rounds. Bust his nose, mashed him up. He had Joshua hurt in the first three rounds. He's a, listen, the guy has had hundreds of amateur fights, Olympic gold medals, former champion. He's only lost to Joshua and Klitschko. There's no shame in it. He pushed a young fighter, Mike, a young cruiserweight, a move up to heavyweight that's fast and agile. He pushed him, I believe, if it can win that fight one or two rounds as well. He started slow, but he came on late in the fight. I think he's very dangerous, very. And I remember when before I had pro fights, I remember he was fighting the likes of. Um, I think who was he fighting? Cedric, Boswell, Huck, all of those kind of guys. And I remember just watching him. I had that three or four fights. I was like, bro, this guy, this guy is good. You know what I mean? And and he's fe he's fearless as well. He's fearless. You know what I mean? He's he's quite a fearless, quite intense guy as well, isn't he? You know what I mean? He fights. He leaves it. He leaves it out there, man. As you can see, when he gets these guys hurt, he goes to the kill. You know, and and he's used to coming back as well and performing like. Ante was about four rounds down, then he just started coming back into the fight. And Hunter hit him with some peaches as well. But Hunter can't punch. And I got steel hand when they learn. Um, obviously, Eddie Hearn said that an offer was made to Andy Ruiz. We, we've spoken about this Two before. Two offers, man. Two what? Two offers. Two offers. Okay. Two. He looks to be fighting, rumoured to be fighting Luis Ortiz. Rumoured, rumoured. I don't know how accurate that is, but... He's gonna fight Luis Ortiz for what, 500 grand, 400 grand, 300 grand, but he wouldn't fight me for 5 million. What's wrong with these guys? 5 million? Yeah, to fight in America. 2 million to fight here and 5 to fight in America. In his backyard, in his hometown. I don't know where he's from actually. It wasn't, I don't know. Yeah, in his backyard. Is that a fight you would have preferred, Ruiz, than Povetkin? I just want to fight the best people, Coogan. You know me, you know. Uh, you know, I just want to fight the best people, man. I just want to, to you know, my career is done. I want to say, you know what? I fought this guy, I fought that guy, I fought this guy, I fought that guy. And that's how I've done my whole career. He would say, I run from this fight, I dodge this fight. I don't dodge no damn fight, man. You never run from a fight in your life? A couple of times on the streets, Ev. Why? Who were they? Guys that showed up tooled up and I, and, and I ain't got nothing and I run. I'm not scared. I, I, listen, if you if you corner me, you got a tool and I haven't got no, I'll run. But try no next time I see. You live to fight another day. Yeah, sometimes you gotta know when to run. You gotta know when to run, man. You know, a few times, a few incidents happen where. Run. I bet you I, can run faster than it. Well, it depends. When, you, when your life is in danger and the fear kicks in. You you run, you know. I've, I'm not gonna say, oh, I've I've, I've had, uh, st yeah, stood up to a lot of people. I've damaged people with weapons and stuff. But why why is they had weapons and I had nothing? I'll fight if I'm um, thing. But you know, the best way sometimes is to just keep it moving, man. It's just just another situation. Say, yo, you know, what? I'm up much today. I'll see you tomorrow. Catch me outside. Yeah. Catch me outside. How about that? That's well. Sometimes you gotta be able to, you know. Anyone that says, oh, I never run from a fight, people talk rubbish, all of this crap. Sometimes you have to know when to keep it moving. Well, back home, I never run from no one. I stood there. 
because back home you went to private school, your parents had money and you as well looked after you was wrapped in, in cotton wool. So why would you be running from anyone? Why? I'm just saying, if I come across... Like no, a, you didn't though. You, you had a very shielded... How do you know? Privileged upbringing. How do you know? Because I know. We only met 10 we years ago. We got the ago. same uncle. <laughs> I bet you don't remember his name. Ragif. Oh! I remember him. <laughs> I remember him. I remember him. Yeah. But I'd have loved to grow up where you grew up. And the way you did. I'd love to have food in my fridge as a kid and telly and all of that. You had a nice upbringing. Not having to be stealing fruit and dodging bullets <laughs> as a child. Yeah, I can't say that was part of my childhood, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's dodging bullets and hiding and hiding and praying to God that they don't find you, boy. Because yeah, in third world countries, no joke. Kids and people get killed and just, you know, kids go out and never see, never, never get seen again. Um, tell me. Tell you what. Whatever you want, anything you oh, want. Oh, do you know what? I was actually bullied as a child. Good. Couldn't what? Have, couldn't have been to a nicer person. That ain't nice, come on. I didn't... You deserve it. They knew you were going to grow up to be an arsehole. So they bullied you from early. But I wish I knew you when I was younger. I'd have bullied you to be honest. Cause now we that's are not nice. No, I know it's not nice. I but... just told you something personal and you're, you're attacking me. You horrible bastard. That's life. That's how life goes sometimes. You don't, you know, it, it, that's how it goes sometimes. You don't see. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't. You know what? Growing up here, I used to, knock, I used to knock a lot of bullies out growing up. Like, see if you was on my, my estate and someone's bullying you, I'd go and fight. I knock out. I stop a lot of people getting bullied at school. I hate bullied. Even, even in life, I hate bullies. I hate bullies. I don't like bullies, man. I would say I was bullied from like. Why was he bullied? 11 to 15, 14. Huh? You're still getting bullied at 14, 15? Four, yeah, I reckon, yeah. You never had a kitchen knife at home? No, I'm joking. No, in school and that, innit? What? Wait, you never learned to fight? No, but my school was, like, small. So? It was just, yeah, it weren't Bruv, one of them. At, at 15, you was about 6 foot 7 already. But you know what's funny? Should I tell you funny, yeah? He's like, now... You know? I, I, have you ever looked, have you ever tried to find any of the people? I see them! And you haven't done anything to them? I see them! Have you done anything to them? You're a coward. No. Shh. You're a coward. Shh. Shh. You're a coward. I may have lost the battle, but I have won the war. Okay. We'll leave You're it there. a part-time we'll coward. Okay. No, no, seriously, I do see some of them every now and again. You remind me. I see one of them at the darts the other day. I hope they're watching this. Did you smash him up? What, in the darts? Mate. No, mate, listen. If someone, any, if someone bullied me at school, anywhere I see them, <laughs> anytime, <coughs> anywhere, anytime. No, listen, there's more than one way to skin a cat. No, no, Remember that. No, 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 hold on a minute. The best way to skin listen. a cat is ripping his guts open <laughs> and tearing his skin off. That's the best there way. There is more than one way to skin a cat, no, 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 no. Come on. If I saw, this, if I saw someone bully you, I'd go and smack him. Even now, I'd go and smack him. I, I generally I was, say, I'd say you bullied a friend of mine many years ago. Mm. <laughs> what did you do to that guy? Sometimes I look at cheeky slappers enough. No, no, yeah, I was at the darts a couple of months ago. I see, I was like, they're all over. But see, me. you got pent up aggression, didn't you? You should have released it. No, I, I should have at least tell him. Just say to him, listen, I'm going to find you. And when I do, there's some things that's going to happen. And they said, wait, I got a notebook. 
First, I'm going to tie you up. Secondly, I'm going to strip you naked. Thirdly, oh, I'm going to put objects into No, 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 no. Um, funny how life turns out. I know, I know. Listen, that's why I always say give time to kids, be respectful to kids. Because you never know what's going to happen, man. Because I'll be honest with you, do you know when we first met, like mm. nine years ago, and I, obviously I come to the Camden Centre, met a lot of your team, some of them not the same as what they are now, but uh, when I was yeah, being told, people. when I was being told about you, like some people were telling me. And you was like, oh, who's this guy? I don't know. No, no, guy. no, not that. They were just telling me you're like a proper live wire, like you are like. A bit. I don't want people to say that. I'm a nice person. Yeah, but you've probably matured a little bit in the last but nine I years. Know, but I'm I, on about I'm nine nice years person, ago. Though. Nine years ago, they were saying that you are like a proper live wire. I'm not, I've always been a nice person. I'm not a live wire. I'm a nice person. I've always been a nice person. Very respectful. I'm, 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 I'm calm. I'm relaxed. I remember your entourage back then. You just, you, that dressing room in the Coronet... But then I had to it's roll... fucking 40 people I had to roll there. with the man the minute. If it goes down, you know what I'm saying? But no... Life changed, man. You know, life changed. Life changed. Uh, but I was still a nice person. I was very polite to you. I didn't know you. I, was, I was remember very, the first interview. I, I was done, very yeah. polite, you know. Uh, that's who I am, man. If people don't bother me, then I'm, I'm cool. I'm very respectful. I'm very humble and I continue to be so, you know. I don't I don't act like... You've been placed with me for you, so I am. I don't act like, oh, I'm some big, big shot. No, I'm just relaxed and, 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 and quite calm. I didn't even cut my hair. I just leave it to remind me of the days when I, when, when, when I was a nobody and I could even, you know, couldn't afford to cut my hair. Did you just cut your hair yourself? My mum used to cut it. My mum used to cut it. My mum my mom just used to shave it bald. I used to hate it, man. She just used to shave it bald and leave patches. Like, like, <laughs> well, I've been through some stuff, man. I used to go to school and people say, oh, did your mum cut your hair? And you just like, if you say that again, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, you're joking, but you actually don't know. My mum actually did cut my hair. You know, I'm, you know, but yeah, that's how when you grow up it is poor. What it is, yeah, it's you grow right. up poor. Yeah. Your mum, you know, your, your mum cuts your hair, bro. My mum used to cut my hair, and that's how I know sex with the ball head. That's how she my head ball. Because from then I knew my mum used to cut it, man. Right? It's just, just, uh life is mad, man. Life is mad. I remember the first time I got proper haircut, I was 14. First time I went barbers and got proper really? haircut. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was 14. 14, I had my first, my own money, boy. My mum was like, I ain't paying £5 to get a haircut. No chance. No way. £5 is your lunch money for the week. You know? And that was the truth. £5 was my lunch money for the week. She said, I'll give you £1.50 a day, or I'll give you £5. For the whole week, I used to think, rah, five pound, okay, okay. <laughs> Why did you take the one fifty a day? Because that's dead, but the five pound, you could just, you, you was balling back then, innit? Five pound, yeah, look, you man, I got five pound, come and go top, oh, top shop or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. used to go and get sweets and that, innit? Yeah, well, sweets, penny sweets yeah, were yeah, a penny. Yeah, exactly, you used to get like 10 sweets, so like, 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 yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. I remember them days. Cans of Coke with 25p? Yeah, I remember, a packet of crisps, 15 pence. Yeah. The salt and vinegar ones and the cheese and onion ones. And you used to go get get chips with um ketchup on it. You know the chips in the corner and stuff. Oh, and you know the ice poles were five p. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, you remember Mister Freeze? No, yeah, uh, the little blue ones. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Summertime, boy. My mum used to. My mum used to do. 
go to Iceland and buy them and put them in the freezer. <laughs> she said, you ain't buying no damn ice bowl. I got ice bowl at home. <laughs> I said, you must be wrong. I know, she's... <laughs> You know, Mama makes burgers. In the summer, they used to milk, but he used to back at your ice bowl, and he's he just, there's no ice, it's just a drink. <laughs> hey, the Jersey growing up poor is funny, man. Oh. It's funny, it's funny. <laughs> man, got the fresh ice bowl, you just buy it, you're there drinking, you like, oh yeah, like, I forget, you know what, I brought this yesterday. That's why, and I forget that. Nah, bro, my mom gave it to me <laughs> about six hours ago. <laughs> all your books is all wet and stuff. <laughs> bro, growing up poor is not. You know it's. Uh, so it you know, I'm, I'm. It gives you character, though. I give it. It gives you proper, proper character, though, man. Yeah. Is it from what you're telling me? Does it make you kind of then realize kind of the value of everything? Yeah, rather than being given things, and it makes you work hard as well, man. I've had to work hard for what I have, and, and continuously having to work hard and have to push and grind and battle. And that's why I'm so hard, and uh, and, uh, and I work so hard and push so hard, man. That's why I don't turn fights down. I take fights if I'm in shape or not, because I know you have one chance or one opportunity, man, and you can't afford to miss it. It's true. You can't afford to miss it, you know. Every fight could be my last fight. It's true. Absolutely. All right, well, listen, we can get out of the back of this car. Have you had fun? They're going to think that we was, we was having sex in there. Why would they think that? No, We've been in there for 25 no, minutes. No, yeah. I'm going to take, take my shirt off and go out. I'm going to be like, whew, whew. Oh, you mean out there they're going to think that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant people watching I, I, this. I, I'm going to pull up my, my, my trousers when we get out. I've got an idea one day for a good bit of footage, yeah? Porn movie. Should we go and we'll do Bully Hunter, yeah? Bully Hunter. So we drive around my well, area. We might get in trouble for that, though. Why? Oh, for, for your bullies. For my bullies. Oh, 100%. So we'll get, Any day, anytime, anywhere. We'll go and find them. And we're, what we're going to do is we're just going to... We're going to talk to them. Excuse me, what school did he go to? <laughs> What's his name? Do you remember this little Sri Lankan guy? <laughs> yes, see? Now you stop growing and he's six foot five. And now he's going to pound you. The tables have turned. Says, yes. <laughs> and now he's got a big black friend also. <laughs> and we're here for maximum violence. No, People we're, just gonna chat to them. we're just going to talk to them. Yeah. We're going to educate them. They, would, they, would, they, they wouldn't do it though. They'll, they'll be embarrassed. Because you know what's funny? When you're kids and you're young, you do stuff. Though. When you get older, of course you do. Everyone so grows up. Listen, but I think it's a good idea for people to meet up with people who's a bully and to speak to him. You don't have to be I've, aggressive. To just be honest speak with to you, him. I've spoken to a few people, and I'm sure people have. I just don't really care about it anymore. No, no, but but, but, but you know, speaking to people that sometimes it get rid of that last little. You know, you should. You should I'll definitely. We should do it. Let's do a feature on it. I wonder if they wouldn't want to talk anyway. They'd be like, I mean, no. We'll, 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 we'll do a feature on it. We make them talk. Yeah. So, yo, you can talk by your own free will. You can, can strap these metal rods to your nuts. You be talking, you be singing like a canary. For the purpose, for the, for the purpose of this video, some of this is jokes. Yeah, yeah, it is jokes. I was Joke. joking. But I, th I think we should. That would be a great feature, you know. Why did you do it? Now, let's pretend, yeah? We can't you. You, you can be. Um, I'll call one of them. One's mm. called. Um, one was called 
Oh, uh, I should mention here. Mum was called Danny, right? Mm -hmm. All right, Danny, you got to do Cockney. Hey, then, Kurgan fella. Yeah. Do you remember me, mate? Yeah, you're that little Asian kid, aren't ya? Yeah, alright. Why did you used to bully me, son? Like, let's, let's have it out in the open, let's talk about it. Because you know I mean? you're smell of curry. I don't know if that's you or Danny, that's what I mean. No, you're close on the smell of, <laughs> you're close on the smell of curry. They might have done, to be honest with you. <laughs> they, might, they might have done, to be honest with you. That might have been the reason, to be fair. <laughs> uh, yes, you, you smell like Indian takeaway. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> All right, we meant to no, be no, doing no. role play from years ago. Okay. okay, yeah, but that's not what you thought. No, no. Why? Jokes. Okay, yeah, jokes. Why? I was insecure about myself, and my dad was an asshole, and he wasn't there for me. So I took up my frustration and anger on you. I'm really sorry. Would you find it deeply in your heart to forgive me? I had a lot of things going on at home where I didn't understand. Or to redirect my anger, I didn't have no way to put it, so I put it on your ass. <laughs> oh my god. Um, do you know what? That one, I haven't seen him since I left school. Let's go find him. I wouldn't know where he is. It's easy to and find. And that was about 18 years ago. It's easy to find. What's his, what's his last name? Well, I'm not going to say his last name on here, am I? Yeah, well, let's find him. Let's, <laughs> he's probably on social media. Let's find him. Let's find him and have lunch with him. Yeah. Dan, Dan. Just had him have lunch with him, and then we tell him we need to have a conversation. This could be big. Let's do it like a like a Cassius and, and White um, feature. Go finding hunting. Seriously, let's do a feature. Yeah, but I don't know actually whether... We can do feature and bullying and speaking to young kids and stuff. Why not? I hate bullies, though. I'll be honest with you. And me as well. Said, it's something know. I hate. We should do a feature. But I hate like. bullying now. And do you know what happens is now... The, <coughs> the physical bullying has turned into the mental bullying now mm -hmm. and the social media bullying. That's what it's turned into, isn't it? Because there's a lot of cowards now. There's a lot of cowards. Bullies are cowards now, but now the, the, the internet... I remember when the internet came in, like, and all these camera phones and stuff. It's crazy. You're thinking, what, seven, seven, ten years ago, there wasn't even... Internet wasn't really like that around, really, was it? But now there's internet everywhere. Remember you had to buy credit on your phone, one, yeah. to, one to one mobile and all of that? Mercury. Yeah. Remember the first camera phone came out, it was the Motorola um, phone, wasn't it? Three phone. Was, yeah. It was the free phone. Yeah, the that one with the, the first, rotating that, camera, wasn't it? <coughs> no, the first video calling phone was a free phone, I'm sure it was. Yeah. It was a, a flip. Probably Motorola, I'm not sure. Might have been. Mm. <sighs> okay, Dylan. Listen. Well, let's do a feature on bullying. All we right. should do. Okay. Once a week. Once a week? Yeah. We can talk about bullying. Let's do a podcast on it. Because there's bullies There was another one. There was another one who's mates with this Danny was one called Stuart. They're, if they're watching this, they're going to know that I'm talking about them now. There was one called Danny and there was one called Stuart. Stuart. If I took you somewhere and locked you and Stuart in a room, what would you do to I him? I don't know. Be honest. How do you feel? Just your expression and your fingers. I don't know. Do I'd, have to, I'd have to have Stuart in front of me, mate. Yeah. Wankers. Anyway. Um, right, it's getting really fucking hot in here now. Calm down. Relax. So, uh, where's my phone? Where's your phone? Wait. Wait, you want my number? No, I just want to... Wait there, wait there, wait there, wait there.
I want to show you how uh, how this works. <laughs> Ready? No! <laughs> this is... What? I got women, Kogan. I don't like men. I don't like men. Dylan White, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. We're out. Always a pleasure, my friend. It's nice to see you. You look well. And we need to get some braces to your knees, but... <laughs> 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 hey, you should fight Titan Beaver and punch him up, man. Leave Titan alone, man. I know, Titan's my boy, he's alright. Titan's cool, man. Dylan, thank you very much. When I get that sexual. Ah! Ah! Get off me! Get off! Get off! No. Dylan! Dylan! Ah! Oh. Get off me! Get off me! Get off! When I get that, oh, what are you just doing? Keep taking it. What are you doing? Get so, off! Just keep taking it. Get put this hat on. Put this hat on. Leave me. Hey, put the hat on. Oh, mate, leave me. <laughs> oh, all right. When I get that, Cheers, mate. Look, the cars are steamed up. I know. We're out. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.